Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Now, number one for podcasting. 1070 The Zone. An iHeartRadio station. Good Friday, Southwest Florida. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World studio, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. It's Friday, and we're getting ready for some NFL action as the divisional round playoffs kick off this weekend. Of course, both games can be heard tomorrow right here on this station, and of course, both games on Sunday as well. We broke down the Saturday games yesterday, so today... We'll talk about the Sunday games and make our picks in those. But first things first, Tampa Bay Rays were some serious busy yesterday. Man, the last 24 hours have been absolutely crazy. Uh, First, the Rays added another thumper. And did they perhaps swindle another NL Central team? Hmm, and it's my beloved Cardinals, too. Of course, they did it with the Pirates a few years back when they traded supposed ace Chris Archer for Austin Meadows, Tyler Glasnow, and Shane Baz. But now the Rays have now acquired a slugging first baseman outfielder in Jose Martinez, a Cuban outfield prospect in Randy Arozarena, and the Cardinals give up their first-round pick in exchange for a second-round pick, and they get back pitching prospect Matthew Libator and catching prospect from the lower minors, Edgardo Rodriguez. Now, we know about Matthew Libator, first-round pick for the Tampa Bay Rays a season ago. Figured he was about three, four seasons away before he probably makes the major league roster, even though he did come out of college, so he might be able to skip a minor league season or two. But the Rays were known to be looking for outfield depth and perhaps a nice DH type. Well, now you figure Austin Meadows is going to probably play right field. Kevin Kiermeyer is probably going to play center field. Hunter Renfro will probably be stuck in left field. And where Guillermo Heredia, who was non-tendered, signed a deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates, that's where I think Randy Arozarena will fill in. This kid, it can hit. He's young. He's a Cuban native. Uh, he only had a brief appearance with the Cardinals last season, only had 23 plate appearances, so we don't really know how his numbers are going to translate to the big league level. But if you look at what he's done in the minor leagues, he had a 292 batting average, 377 on base percentage, a 477 slugging percentage. He hit 38 homers. Over 1,300 minor league at-bats. So it looks like, and he was rated the 10th best prospect in St. Louis's farm system. Uh, the scouting report on him has some concerns about his aggressiveness at the plate. He does have a tendency to swing at some pitches that are not in the strike zone. And they also think they have, he, uh, has, but he has a good ability of making swift adjustments at the plate. So that's a good thing on that part. Uh, he's speedy. He can play center field. He can play all three outfield options. So, But they say he's better suited for the corners down the road. But as of right now, he can play center field. So I think this is a great bat off the bench. And as far as 
Jose Martinez is concerned, for those of you who listen to the show know that Bill and I grew up St. Louis Cardinal fans. We grew up, we were born Cardinal fans, but we identify as race fans. <laughs> How's that sound? So uh, we follow both these teams. And let me tell you something. For those of you who don't know about Jose Martinez, this kid can absolutely rake. He is a pure hitter. We're talking, if this guy gets 550 at bats at the major league level with the Rays, I guarantee he's going to hit 35 to 40 home runs. The biggest concern about Jose Martinez has always been his defense. Not a very good outfielder, right fielder, prone to making some errors. At first base, he's not going to help your infield out. He's not good at digging the ball out. He does have a tendency to make some bad throwing errors even at first base. He's strictly a DH, but he is a DH that can thump. And that's the thing. He 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 terrorizes left-handed hitting. Uh, let's see if I can find his numbers. Over. Let's see. He's hit... He hit 331 with 15 home runs over 298 career plate appearances against left-handed pitching. That is unbelievable. So, <laughs> go ahead, New York Yankees. Go ahead, Boston Red Sox. Line up those lefties because Martinez is going to slug against them. Uh, he's also pretty solid against righties, too. Um, the problem, like I said, that can't play defense. But I figure now that fielding is no longer a concern, he could be the full-time DH. This kid can just focus on hitting, and honestly, I'm telling you, if this kid can play 140, 150 games, I'm telling you, he's going to hit over 300, he's going to plow over 35 home runs, and he's going to be capable of driving in 100 runs. You team him up with Hunter Renfro and Austin Meadows, that's a solid 3-4-5 in the lineup. The Rays definitely got a lot better there for sure, and uh, you know... And he's still got G-Man Choi and Nate Lowe. Now, I really think Nate's going to end up in AAA. I just don't see no room for him on the Major League roster. And don't forget, the the Rays signed Yoshito uh, Suzuko. Is that how we're saying his name? Yoshi, Yoshimoto Suzuko. So he's also in the first base DH mix, too. And he's a lefty. So you got three lefties right there. And then you got Jose Martinez, who can, who bats right-handed. So one of these guys is going to go. And... Yoshimo, he can play the outfield, where G-Man Choi can only play first base in DH. So I'm thinking Nate Lowe might end up at AAA. And the Cardinals, about them, uh, they obviously entered the offseason with a clear goal of reducing the surplus of outfielders that they had. Uh, After they trade, they also dealt Adolius Garcia to the Rangers last month. So we figured Dexter Fowler, Harrison Bader, Lane Thomas, and Tyler O'Neill. You got utility man Tommy Edmond all figure to play notable roles for the Cardinals outfield this season. Plus, they got some young prospects coming up in Dylan Carlson, uh, Rangel Ravello, and Yero Munoz, all capable of playing outfield, too. Now, I'm hearing some crazy things right now. I don't know how true this is, but I'm hearing that the package that the Cardinals got from the Rays in Matthew Libator and that young catcher in Rodriguez, I'm hearing that they're going to use those players and then package some of their own players and flip them to the Boston Red Sox. For who? I have no idea. I'm hearing them linked to David Price. I'm hearing them linked to Mookie Betts. I'm hearing them linked to both of them. Now, that's that, the, that would blow up the Cardinals' payroll, so I just don't see that happening. But if the Cardinals do trade Harrison Bader, who's going to play center field? Matter of fact, when this trade was going down yesterday, we're all speculating because when the trade was going down between the Rays and the Cardinals yesterday, it was, hey, Matt Libator has been traded to the Cardinals. Okay, for who? 
And then we didn't know. And then we heard, oh, it's a three-player, it's a three-player swap. The Rays are gonna get three players back, the Cardinals are gonna get three players. So everybody started speculating, oh, who are the Cardinals gonna trade? If it's Harrison Bader, then maybe Kevin Kiermeyer is gonna get traded back to the Cardinals. <laughs> Seriously, that's what people were actually thinking yesterday. That the Rays were actually gonna deal Kevin Kiermeyer to the Cardinals. Of course, that is not the deal at all. So Harrison Bader is still with the Cardinals, and so is Tyler O'Neill too. And we all knew Jose Martinez was on his way out. The Rays were linked to Jose Martinez since last season, all right? And I'm really shocked that the Cardinals didn't deal him last year, to be honest with you. And he, he like I said, he played all right. He played great offensively, but his defense was suspect. And now that the Cardinals got rid of two basically outfield pros- an outfield prospect and a slugging DH first baseman type, I still think they're in the market to sign another outfielder. And I really think that the way and it comes down to it, Marcelo Zuna is going to re-up in St. Louis. The fact that he hasn't signed with anybody right now tells me that nobody is ask, no one's going to meet his market price, what he wants. So he's going to have to take less than what he wants. And if he's going to do that, he might as well just stay in St. Louis where he's already got some comfortability there. So that's what I think. I think Zuna is going to stick around. And the catcher... I really didn't know much about him. He didn't really he didn't play with the Stone Crabs. Uh, he's 19 years old. He hit 338 with six home runs over his first two seasons with the Rays uh, and the Dominican Summer League. The the one season he played with the Rays was the rookie ball here, the Gulf Coast League. Uh, he did miss six weeks due to injury. He was signed out of Venezuela. Uh, so he, he's ranked as the Rays' 53rd best prospect. So it remains to see if he can be healthy as a catcher. And but the Rays or the Cardinals Rays both looking for catchers too. That's why I'm surprised a catcher was actually included in this deal because Cardinals are looking for a long term solution for Jose Molina or yeah for Holy, for Molina and of course the Rays. <laughs> we don't know who's going to be the catcher here. We still think it's going to be Mike Perez and Mike Zunino as of right now. Will Stilly. But also the Rays news. Uh, the Rays Chaz Rowe has avoided arbitration. They agreed on a deal worth just shy of two point two million dollars. Uh, Rowe was a value member of the Rays' bullpen over the last couple of seasons. Uh, he did put up a 4.80 ERA, but his strikeouts per nine innings was 11.47, and he had a 44.6% ground ball rate, which is absolutely fantastic. His only deal, he had control problems, issued about five and a half walks per nine frames. That's a lot, so he's going to have to control get control his He's got to have some command issues he's got to deal with. But you figure with Emilio Pagan, Nick Anderson, and Diego Castillo— going to look like a very solid bullpen. Also, Hunter Renfro avoided arbitration, too. The Rays agreed to a $3.3 million deal, uh, which is just shy of the $3.4 million he was asking for. So not bad there. And another deal, the Astros and the Rays. This one involving Austin Pruitt. Uh, the Astros got Austin Pruitt in exchange for outfielder Cal Stevenson and right-handed pitcher Peyton Battlefield. I uh, See, the only player with major league experience in this trade is Austin Pruitt, so I guess he's the headliner. He is a Texas native, so this kind of makes it a kind of a homecoming of sorts. But he's 30 years old. He saw action with the Rays from 2017 through last year, uh, but preventing runs was kind of difficult for him. He did post a 4.87 ERA, uh, 6.63 Ks per nine innings. That's not really a lot, but he did have close to a 50% ground ball rate. We like that. Uh, but most of his work came as a reliever. Uh, he was a ninth-round pick in 2013. He was a full-time starter in the minors, but up here at the major league level, 
Yeah. Now, the Astros say they're going to give him a chance to earn a rotation spot entering into 2020 because the Astros rotation, believe it or not, actually has some question marks. Yes, they do have Justin Verlander and Zach Greinke, but Garrett Cole and Wade Miley are gone. Lance McCullers Jr. is coming back from Tommy John surgery. Brad Peacock is pretty much unproven, and they do have that young rookie, Jose Urquidy, who we saw in the playoffs, but probably, yeah, I don't know. So they're going to give Austin Pruitt a chance to start in Houston, which shocks me. But overall, when I break down this trade between the Cardinals and the Rays, I absolutely love it from the Tampa Bay Rays standpoint. From the Cardinals standpoint, it's going to be a few years before the Rays or the Cardinals see any ramifications from this trade, unless they deal these guys for somebody in Boston or even Colorado and Nolan Arenado. I don't know. Hi, Bill. Hey. Sorry, I've been rambling here. I'm kind of. No, this, you're good. I this, was listening to you. <laughs> this, this trade, I love this trade from the Rays' perspective. This lineup. Is going to look incredible, especially against left-handed pitching. You know, Jose Martinez, Austin Meadows, and Hunter Renfro, that forms a hell of a 3-4-5, you know? Yeah. I mean, look at this lineup now. It's crazy. It's it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the Cardinals with what they did, too, to be honest with you. I would adding Libator and whatnot. Libator is the big piece in that deal. Is he, though? Yeah, I, I for think the we, Cardinals, yeah. I, he's still two years away from even making the club. That's in my okay. That's, they they got to have something for the future. They got a they got a big arm for the future now to replace Wainwright when he, he hangs it up. That's what it reminds. He's a left hand. We had this Wainwright. discussion last night. Yeah, we did. Uh, I'm actually happy for both teams to be yeah. honest. These are two, two of my two favorite teams in in baseball, and yeah. they both just made a trade that will help both of them out in, in in different ways. This helps the Rays out immediately. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is almost like the Chris Paul Bryant or uh, 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 Westbrook analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On what they both they both do like like Paul does one thing good for and it really helps Oklahoma City to a to a to a to another level. Yeah. I mean they're actually in the playoff hunt really because of Chris Paul. And you look at what Westbrook does, Westbrook how he drives to the hole and whatnot, you know, that it kind of opens you know, they both play two different types of games, but it's both better for their clubs the way they play. It, it's kind of an, it's kind of it's kind of like the same same thing and same analogy, so to speak. I just okay. You got cuz we don't even Know what we're going to get out of Yoshimoto. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're predicting this guy's going to hit 290 with 20 home runs, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Or we don't, yeah, like you said, though, we have no clue. We don't know what we're going to get with this kid. Um, we have no clue. Yeah, but we're hoping we. But they know what they're going to get out of Jose Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. They know what they're going to get out of him. They're going to get some of the slugs that doesn't feel well and, you know, basically is primarily a DH and. I, wow. I don't know if he gets 500 at bats though, Larry. I'll be honest with you on that. Okay. I, I think I, I think he's seriously going to be a primary DH against left-handed hitters. He's going to be a platoon DH, and yeah. he'll only play against left-handed hitters. Yeah, yeah, because they got uh- with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. 
A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Uh, what's his name that they're going to plug in to be the left-handed DH? G-Man Choi, right? Yes. Or, G-Man or Yoshimoto. Could be the combination of the both. What about Nate Lowe? You think? See, I, Could, think, he, I think he's in Triple A. I think he gets traded. I, I'm, I'm with yep, you. I still, I, I still don't think the Rays are done. Oh I, I, no, I'm, oh they're not done. I don't think they're done. Yet. They're not done. But I'm looking at the projected lineup right now. Okay, Brandon Lowe, Lau, mm-hmm. uh, second base. They got him leading off right now, which is weird. And they got him projected to hit 29 home runs and drive at 95 from the leadoff spot, according mm-hmm. to Roto Wire. <laughs> oh no, this is RotoChamp.com. I'm oh, I was gonna say right. I don't really listen to Ro- what yeah. Roto Wire says yeah. about it. Anyway. Then they got Austin Meadows batting second. They got him projected to hit 29 home runs and drive in 80. Then they got Jose Martinez at DH. That's all they got. Meadows 20, 80, 29, 80, I don't like that. Uh, 29, 29, oh. 29 home runs. Okay, 80. yeah, maybe. All right, then they got Jose Martinez. You're right. They got him strictly as a DH, only mm-hmm. only hitting 12 home runs with 53 RBIs. Uh, yeah, because they don't expect him to hit. 360 at-bats. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, see, I don't like these projections either. Yandy Diaz. Yeah, I don't like the—if like the, he gets yeah. 360 at-bats, he hits more than 12 yeah. home runs. Yep. Yeah. See, and they don't even have, they don't even have uh, Yoshimoto in the lineup. I was going to so, say, yeah. 12 home runs for Jose Martinez would be more like 250 at-bats. That's what I'm maybe. thinking, too. May, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe they got, not they, quite. They got maybe Yandy, 225. They got Yandy Diaz only hitting 12 home runs through 450 at-bats. Yeah. But Renfro, 32 home runs. How many hit, they, wait, how many they got Yandy hitting? 12. They're crazy. 12 home runs, 51 ribbies. They're, and how many at-bats? In, in 452. They're crazy. They're nuts. Yeah. They'll hit 20 at least, 25. Yeah. Uh, They're nuts. They're yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, Willie Adamas, eighteen home runs. They project Kiermaier to hit fifteen and Zunino to hit sixteen. Adamas, <laughs> I could see maybe getting twenty. Uh, you I could maybe see it. Adamas, maybe I could see getting twenty. This is basically maybe. this is basically year. He's th- getting better. This is year three for Willie Adamas. I expect a huge improvement That's, for Willie Adamas. Well, yeah, I really do. He started off slow, but he you remember the sophomore slump hit him right out of April because yeah. he tried to put this team on his shoulders instead of just doing what I, he does. Yeah, he tried to be the well, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know? He's not. He's not that guy. Yeah, no, he's at no. best a 20 home run guy. What happened? But, but Kevin, he's primarily no, there for his defense. Kevin Cash moved him to the number nine spot or number eight spot, right? Mm-hmm. And said, took the pressure off of him and said, That's, just be yourself, man. And he blossomed in the second half. And I, was, I, and I expect that to carry if over. If you this remember, season. I was saying that throughout the whole mm-hmm. part of the when they when, when they had him in the four hole or whatever. I'm like, this is not good for him. He needs nope. to be down in the order. But I'm telling you right now, between the, these three guys against left-handed pitching, they're gonna mash. I, and I still think, oh, Ren- I agree. I still think Renfro is good for 30 home runs. I think Meadows is still good for 30 home runs. Uh, I think G-Man Choi, if he actually gets to play against the left-handed hitters, the thing I, that I've noticed that the Rays have done, platoon everybody. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what? If you kind of look at the transformation they've made, and it's not a huge transformation. It's not a complete rebuild or anything like that. But they've made some 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 changes and whatnot, and I think what they've actually become is not only they, – they're still a really good hitting team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I think what they've become is a bunch of guys that can – that are mashers. Yeah, there's I, no I weak mean, spot. I mean, no, no, no. What I mean by that is guys that hit a lot of home runs. Mm-hmm. Renfro, big-time home run hitter. Martinez has the potential to be the home run. I'm just talking about the guys they brought in, not the guys that are already, ha- already there. Now, the guys they gave up, like Renfro they brought in, they gave up Fam. Fam's not really a home run hitter. He's more of an average type, get on base, 
drive you nuts type guy. He's a 2020 occasional guy, home but run. he can steal yeah. bases. See, that's what I'm yeah, saying. He's a top he, of the order guy. He's more of a top of the order guy. Renfro is more of a middle of the order guy. And like I think by adding Martinez, it's not like Martinez is really an average guy. Martinez is a power guy. He's he's a, he's a strictly power hitter against left-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought in more power. It seems to me, and it seems to me that's the path they're going. Now, will they continue with this, or will they add a bat that can actually get on hit for a little bit more consistency instead? That's I think I, I, it's kind of weird the route they're going right now because you look at the mashers they got in this lineup now: Renfro, Diaz. Um, Meadows. I mean, these guys can mash, right? Yeah. Those three guys right there can mash. That's only three guys in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, not to mention the other guys. You know, uh, the catcher. I know he had a bad year, but Zunino. Uh, but we all Zunino. thought Zunino was. But what, Zun- is, but what does Zunino do? He hits he home runs. He hits two hundred two with twenty home runs. That's exactly. what he does. <laughs> so they've become a team. They've almost become like the Yankees and said, "Okay, Yankees, we can build a team like you did and not spend three hundred million dollars." Mm-hmm. They do it on the cheap and do it on the cheap, and they have. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they've done. So, in my opinion, I think the Rays have improved because I think they've they've added more runs. If that makes if that means anything. And now, the, what was the big thing last year for them, though? What did they struggle with last? This is what this is the one thing that concerns me. What did they struggle with last year? On base percentage, on a lot of solo home runs. A lot of solo home runs. Yep. That's what it seems like they're on the path again now. So, but that's why I like Tommy Pham because he was an on base. That's what I'm machine. saying. And they got rid of that guy. <laughs> yeah. So now. What are they going to do to replace that? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to replace? Maybe this uh, Yukazima guy for that they got. Maybe he's Yoshimoto. The next, maybe he's the yeah Yoshimoto. Thing. Yeah. Maybe he's the next next Ichiro. Just yeah. saying that where he can get on base, you know, spread the ball around a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you know he, yeah, because if you looked at last year's Rays lineup, your leadoff hitter hit thirty yeah, home runs. That's, last what year. I, that's, that's my concern. <laughs> that's my concern. Brandon yeah. Lau. You're talking about Brandon Lau being the leadoff guy. If that's the case, he's more. He's another guy that mashes. He's not really a leadoff guy. No, yeah, he's exactly. more of a number three hitter in my opinion. Have, well, so so to me, they become a team of guys that hit home runs and said, you know what. Screw getting on base. We're just going to try and out-hit you. We're you know, going to try and out-home run you. And they have two perfect leadoff hitters in the minors right now, in Lucius Fox and Wander Franco. <laughs> you stole the words out of my mouth. <laughs> what my next sentence was going to be is now, do you do you think, and this is just a thought, is as much as he dominated last year, he only played A ball, correct? He did get promoted to double A late last year. Late, okay, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So he did get some double A experience. I can definitely see him, and I and I, I no. Let me rephrase that. He will be at spring training, and Ronaldo Hernandez. They both got the invite. Okay, yes. so therefore they're, they're on the roster. Give, they're on the forty They're going to give him a chance to make this team. They are. So if that's the case, and he performs anything like he did last year at any of the levels, he will make this team and and find they'll find a spot for him. June third well, on June second, he will be called Larry. up on June second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what <laughs> he I'm saying. He will not make the team out of spring training because the Rays want that extra year of control. <laughs> that, yes, yes, I agree with you there. I agree with you. Yeah. There. But that could be a big mistake. Eh, it could be. It could eh, be. Maybe it could be. Is he's the guy that I think they really need in this line? The type. Let me rephrase that. He's the type of player. He's a spark plug. That, that, he gets that they everybody need excited in this line. They need somebody like that at the top. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, they had somebody like that at the top to go with these masters. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm licking my chops to play the Yankees in the Red Sox. <laughs> right? But right now, I'm still kind of, eh, I don't know, you know, because <laughs> we still don't have, you know, we're still a team that hits solo home runs and depends on pitching. Yeah. So that 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 right then and there is what it's going to come down. It's going to come down to how the Rays yeah. pitch next year. But I mean, overall, I like this trade. I, I do. I mean, if the Rays pitch anything like they did last year, which I think is a very good possibility, mm-hmm. 
Um, I, and I think actually be better. it could be better That's because what I, think. I think the injuries will hopefully be mm-hmm. not as hard on them because yeah. the, with the injuries they had last year, they still pitched as good as they mm-hmm. did. Now you take those injuries Same off the board, the you, give them a health, you give them a healthy season, mm-hmm. and I think you're looking at a different ball club. I really do. I do as far, and I think they're better. I think yep. they're better as far as pitching goes. But I'm still concerned about that top of the lineup. You know, part of the order. You know, I think that's what they've got to fix right now. All right, we'll take our first break, and we will come back, and we'll break down some NFL football and the Sunday games. We'll start with the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, this is going to be easy. Yeah, easy lemon squeezy on both games. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's Larry Timko Show with Bill Seaver on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Where Charlotte County comes to play, and you're home for NASCAR. Logano gets the win. Miami, baby. Yes. Joey Logano is definitely going to play in Miami. Hell yes. Miami, let's go. 1070, the zone. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword, ball, to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's ball to 200-200. Now, the best damn sports show in Florida. Where our balls aren't deflated like other people's. Welcome to the Sports Arena. The Sports Arena, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 1070 WKII. The best damn sports show in Florida is on Sports Radio 1070 a.m. every Saturday at 11 a.m. Prepare to enter the Sports Arena. Chubby's Tavern, voted Best Wings in Port Charlotte. Come out Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays for 50-cent wings. Fridays are all-you-can-eat fish fry. And don't forget, every Wednesday is trivia night from 7 to 9. Chubby's Tavern has 22 TVs and the Mac Daddy 7-foot big screen. Great for watching any sport. Chubby's Tavern, it's not just good food, it's a great experience. It's in Port Charlotte, located on US-41, just south of Gardner. This is big. Head to Macy's for thousands of new markdowns on the latest styles and take an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. Save big on everything from coats for the whole family, now 50 to 60% off, to clearance fine jewelry, now 70% off, and mattress closeouts, just $147. Plus, get 40 to 85% off amazing finds for you and your home in last act clearance. Want even more perks? Check out Macy's Star Rewards and get benefits no matter how you pay. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Tomorrow, it's the divisional round of the NFL playoffs as we bring you a special doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, the Minnesota Vikings, off their overtime win in New Orleans, take on the number one seed San Francisco 49ers. Then, Lamar Jackson looks for his first playoff win as the Baltimore Ravens host Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. The NFL playoffs are right here. On 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. I'm attorney Jeff Briscoe. Wherever you are on life's journey, estate planning is critical. Consider consulting with an attorney to ensure you have the documents in place to protect you and your loved ones. The law office of Jeff Briscoe is dedicated to estate planning and probate law, located in Port Charlotte, serving all of Southwest Florida. House call appointments available, always free consultations. Call attorney Jeff Briscoe at 941-625-4189 or visit jeffbriscoe.com. Your home for the NBA is right here on 1070 The Zone. Tune in tonight as the Orlando Magic take on the Phoenix Suns. Pre-game at 8.30, tip off a little after 9 with Dennis Newman and Richie Adubato. 
It's Orlando Magic Basketball, brought to you in part by Charlotte County Community Services, right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. How do people survive living in the desert? What's the real story behind the Panama Canal? How does dyslexia actually work? Since 2008, me, Chuck Bryant, and you, Josh Clark, have explored the answers to these questions and more in one of the world's most popular podcasts, Stuff You Should Know. Whether you're brand new to podcasts or coming back to reunite with us, or just digging deep to learn more about everything from sign language to emu wars, us, Josh and Chuck, have you covered. You can find Stuff You Should Know on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Tampa Bay Lightning won their ninth game in a row as they shut out the Arizona Coyotes last night 4 to nothing. It was the team's first shutout of the year. The game winner occurred in the first period, and it was Alex Kalorn coming through again. Pamaroon centers it. Kalorn score! Kalorn has done it again, and he makes it one nothing Lightning picking up his 18th goal of the season with 4.54 left in the first. Dave Mishkin on the call. Mikhail Sergachev had one goal, while Nikita Kucherov scored twice. Andre Vasilevsky got the shutout as he stopped all 25 Arizona shots. The Lightning now get set to take on the Philadelphia Flyers Saturday night. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Lanelli. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 10-70, the zone. The Lightning are on a tear. Nine yeah, they are. Bro, man. You know who they remind me of? No. Just saying. I'm the just, Blues, the from, Blues last from last year. Yeah, like the <laughs> same time yeah. of going. They they struggled big time at the beginning of the year. The only difference is they didn't fire their head coach. Yeah. Right. They, they got it together without him. Cooper, but, finally. But, yeah. And like everyone's called for his head, too. But like I said last night, well, you know, I'm still not sold on Cooper. I'll be honest with you. And here's why. I was just going to say. It's like I said last night. Um, I'm just not sold on them in the playoffs yet. They've got a they're a team that we all know what they can do in the regular season. They yeah. did it last year. <laughs> but now I don't think they're necessarily gonna go in this year and lose. To, I'm not saying they're gonna lose to the worst team in the playoffs this year like they did last year and get swept. But you've got to be concerned because if this team doesn't win a Stanley Cup, it's really it's it's win a cup or bust for yeah, them. Anything less than a cup. Anything less than win, <laughs> it, let me rephrase that. that for the last they at least years. need to get to the finals. They at least need to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. If they get to the Stanley Cup Finals, I think that's at least good enough. But if they don't, if they lose in in the playoffs to another Eastern Conference team after dominating, I mean, uh-huh. it looks like they're back on track to where they were last year. Now, uh-huh. just saying. And if they keep doing this and they keep playing the so way they get playing, rolled by the Columbus Blue Jackets, and then they get rolled by somebody <laughs> in the playoffs, I'm not saying the Blue Jackets. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like that, but I'm saying that even if they get beat in the second round by the Penguins mm-hmm. or something like that, I'm just throwing throwing yeah. a couple. You know, I'm just throwing somebody out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say they get beat in the second round by the Islanders. Actually, that would be a really good yeah. matchup, to be honest with you. Yeah, we got well, Even that's 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 not a success. They've got to win, and they've got, in my opinion, they've got to either get to the finals or they've got to make some changes, big time in this organization. And whether or not that is personnel or coaching and. I'll be honest with you. One of the things I'm not sold on is Steven Stamkos in the playoffs. He has not been any good at all in the playoffs. And if he goes into this year and has another bad year in the postseason and they don't win the Stanley Cup or don't get to the finals, I think he's a big reason on why 
And I think they really have to think about moving him if, if they don't. I mean, obviously they're not going to right now. And I'm not saying trade him right now or anything stupid like that. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm, but it's it's just my concern about the Lightning. And I and I just I hope they do get over the hump. I I, I pull for them. You know, I watched my Blues win the Cup last year. It was great, and I loved it. And it, and if the Lightning could win it this year, it would be just as great. So I'm for the Lightning. I know I'm pulling for the Lightning big time, but. Well, I just I'm not sold on them as being a playoff caliber team right now. I they they they're still not in my opinion. I don't know if they've got I don't know. Maybe Maroon has added the toughness and whatnot to that locker room to, that that knows how to win, you know? I don't know. Maybe that maybe that somebody like that was the missing piece, but Yeah, we'll have Dr. Hockey Jake Calvert join our show here next Thursday. Uh so we'll be talking a lot of hockey then <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's been ex- Trying to get a hold of me, and I'm like, man, I've been on vacation. He's like, the Lightning are hot. We need to talk. I'm like, all right, all right. So we'll have him on next Thursday for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. I remember last year about the Blues and everything. So yeah. Anyway, be a fun uh, conversation. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Siebert over there on the other mic. Let's talk a little NFL football. Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs, Sunday at three o'clock. Now we yes, made sir. our picks yesterday, and. I took the Vikings. You took the 49ers. Yeah, and let me rephrase something. Now, I okay. said something yesterday. I didn't want it to come off the wrong way. I, I said not worried about the, the Niners passing game and whatnot because and, and, I think their passing game will be good enough. And I think their defense – the main thing is I think their defense is going to stop Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing. I th- that's the main reason why I think they win this game. It's in San Francisco. They're going to be in the friendly confines of – uh, three dot com park, whatever they call it out there. I don't even know. Um, but anyway, and and I thought it was Levi Stadium. Whatever. That's why I said whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, everything's dot com now. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but getting back to Jimmy G, I I just think he's gonna be. An, I think he's gonna play well enough. I, and I said yesterday they're passing game, but I doesn't. It, it doesn't change how I feel. I think that this team's going to run the ball like crazy, mm-hmm. and I just think Jimmy G will do enough to manage the game to not lose it. But if he does have to win it, he has won, he has won some big games. I know in the regular season, but he has played some big games in the regular season and, and come up big in those games. So I, for this being his first playoff game and no body of work to judge him on, that's really all you can judge him on. And in my opinion, I think he's ready. All right. So so that's why I'm picking the Niners. All right, so now we can talk AFC. Right, so and that we're both taking the Ravens. No, oh, I'm no. taking the Titans. Oh, you're taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Right. I think the Titans are going to go in and be like I said. I'm not sold. Mark Ingram's healthy. So we totally I'm disagree on, on the Saturday Mark. games. We altogether. totally disagree on the Saturday games altogether right. because I'm not sold on on Mark Andrews being healthy. I'm not sold right. on Mark Ingram being healthy. I'm not sold on this Baltimore defense being able all to right. stop uh, Derrick Henry. So the Titans really are your upset. The Ravens are my upset yeah. for the Saturday games. Yeah. Now let's talk about the Sunday games. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Texas yeah. This is going to be Chiefs. easy. I think it's going to be too. Uh, just to recap, Deshaun Watson did have a very brilliant performance the first time he played. The Chiefs this year. He did. He, did. Go, he went he did. 30 of 42, 280 yards. And they won the game. Scored in three, Kansas City. Scored three touchdowns and won the game 31 24. But numerous things are different in this rematch. For mm-hmm. one, Chris Jones didn't play in that first game. Anyone who's familiar with Chris Jones knows how significant his absence was. He's one of the de- best defensive players in the NFL. I don't care. He, he, the guy can get to the quarterback. He can single-handedly change the outcome of a game. And he's capable of dominating in the trenches. So not having him on the field 
to take advantage of Houston's poor offensive line, that gave the Texans a huge edge. The Chiefs' defense has improved significantly for, since that game, too. In addition, they've added Terrell Shuggs. Mm-hmm. I, I love him. Even though he's 38 years old, he can still get to the quarterback. Yes, the secondary has improved tremendously, too. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs have maintained a strong pass defense because of the ability of the secondary to cover all of a sudden. So I think they'll do a better job of shutting down Carlos Hyde in this game. I like what this defense for the Kansas City Chiefs can do against real, the Houston Texans. Real quick, was Patrick Mahomes healthy for that game? Did he play? Was that one of the games he missed? Uh, I believe, well, let's see. They were missing Eric Fisher, Andrew Wiley. The Chiefs were down several offensive players. Yeah, I uh, just remember they were missing a lot of people. I just can't remember. They were also was missing Sammy so Watkins was, in that game, too. Yeah. So all three of those guys are going to play in this game. Yeah, so I, I mean, even with that alone, I just think yeah. it makes a difference. Yeah. But the big thing for me is this bad weather. Supposed to be really cold and snowy. You know, if that's the, if it's supposed to snow and be cold, I think that favors the Chiefs by a mile. Mm. I mean, to be honest with you, I can't see the Texans. I mean, they're more of a, if you look at their roster, they're they're more of a warm weather team in my opinion. And you're going to take that team and 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 go up to a cold Kansas City, uh, play the best team in football. I'm taking the Chiefs all the way in this game. I don't think there's any way Mahomes gets stopped. I think they run all over the place in this game. I think they will make the Texans look. Kind of silly if it's if it's if it's if it's as bad weather as they're saying. The Texans are better against the run than the pass, but we just saw Devin Singletary have really good success against them. Uh, so I figure if the Texans are going to be worried about Patrick Mahomes and those receivers, then Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy could bust out for big games. That's, that's what I'm and, saying. And I, you think know, they, they I think the th- they will. And not only that, LaShawn McCoy hasn't played for the last month because they're trying to keep him fresh yeah, for this game. For this game, <laughs> exactly. So, I think this game's going to be a blowout. I do too. That's why I really think Kansas City, and, they, and they've got a little revenge on their mind. They know Texans. It's in the back of their mind that the Texans came up there and beat them. Mm-hmm. And you ask any NFL player, I guarantee you, you ask them what's one of the hardest things to do uh, to a team. Beating a team twice. Beating a team twice at their own place. Mm-hmm. As far as that goes, especially the second one in the and playoffs. And plus, Andy Reid's had two weeks to prepare. It's, it's almost like, going, it's almost like it, it, that analogy of it's it's almost it's so hard to beat a team three times in one year. Like when you got to play a division team twice and then you got to play them in the playoffs mm-hmm. and you beat them all three times. That doesn't happen very often. And this is almost like that situation where, where I just can't see the Texans beating the Chiefs twice in Kansas City. I just can't see that happening. Isn't Andy Reid like twenty three and one coming off a of bye week? I think so. <laughs> Something like he's crazy good yeah, coming off a, a bye. So when worried. you give that guy time to Ooh, prepare, he knows what to do, and that's yeah. why I said. All right, so we're both taking the Chiefs in a blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna take our Westwood One NFL update real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll break down the Seahawks and Packers because that's the one game we're gonna differ on. I've got a feeling on that one, and that's supposed to be bad weather too, right? From what I'm hearing, three feet of snow, buddy. Wow. I'll, I'm going to look at the – I'll check the radar. Here's That's what I heard. All right, here's your Westwood NFL update. It's the Larry Tipco Show with Bill Siebert on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. I'm Ari Wolf with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. On Wednesday, the Vikings had some serious concerns at their top two wideout spots. Stephon Diggs was out. Adam Thielen limited on Thursday. Stephon Diggs was back at practice after missing the last two with the flu. He says he's absolutely going to be ready for Saturday's game. Thielen, on the other hand, is questionable with a cut on his ankle. According to reports, one of his teammates accidentally spiked him with his cleats, and he had to get stitches. As for his status for Saturday, Thielen says we'll see how it goes. The 49ers plan to activate linebacker Kwan Alexander from injured reserve ahead of Friday's deadline. 
He's been out since week nine with a torn pec. Defensive end D Ford is questionable for the game with a hamstring injury. In Baltimore, Mark Ingram tried to come back from the calf injury he suffered in week 16. Along with tight end Mark Andrews, they're both listed as questionable. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record 10 years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Where Charlotte County comes to play and you're home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. A feet in front, point! Score! Braden Point! 1070 The Zone. In 2017, more than 1,100 people were injured in hit-and-run crashes, and 177 were left to die. If you're in a crash, Florida law requires that you remain at the scene and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony, and the penalties are serious. You will lose your license for at least three years, and you could end up in prison. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. A message from the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Have a favorite podcast? Then it's up to you to decide who will win. Podcast of the Year. At our 2020 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. And the winner is? Ten of the world's most listened to podcasts are nominated. Cast your vote now at iHeartPodcastAwards.com. Then tune in to find out who will win the biggest honor of the night. We feel so lucky. Watch at LiveXLive.com slash iHeartPodcastAwards. Next Friday, January 17th at 11 p.m. Win. 2019 was a season of growth in NASCAR, and with the revamped 2020 schedule and new faces in new places. Cole has earned his right to be in the series and, and have an opportunity like this. There's a fresh buzz around the sport. Be a part of it. When Motor Racing Network kicks off its 50th anniversary celebration in Daytona on February 16th for the 62nd running of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by AAA Schwartz Roofing. Sunday, it's the divisional round of the NFL playoffs as we bring you a special doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, J.J. Watt and the Houston Texans try to slow down Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Then, two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks duel in Green Bay as Russell Wilson and the Seahawks face Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The NFL playoffs are right here. On 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country.
And now back to sports, brought to you by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, been in an accident? Call 747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. The Tampa Bay Lightning extended their win streak to nine games last night. They scored a 4 to nothing shutout over the Arizona Coyotes at home. It was the first shutout of the season for goaltender Andre Vasilevsky. The nine-game win streak for the Lightning is tied for the second longest in franchise history. They are one win away from tying the longest win streak ever by the Lightning, 10 games. They will hit the road for a back-to-back weekend set, starting with Saturday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers on the road, 7 p.m. puck drop. The Florida Panthers were in action last night, and they took care of business. They got themselves a win over the Vancouver Canucks by a final score of 5-2. Sergei Bobrovsky made 30 saves in the win. Brian Boyle had his career 100th NHL assist in the game. Up next for the Panthers, they will host the Toronto Maple Leafs on Sunday. Mike Leach is leaving Washington State as the head football coach there. He will be heading to Mississippi State to be the next head coach of the Bulldogs. The Tampa Bay Rays and the St. Louis Cardinals were involved in a big trade yesterday. The Rays acquired outfielders Jose Martinez and Randy Arozarena as well as a draft pick in exchange for left-handed pitching prospect Matthew Liberatore and low-level catching prospect Edgardo Rodriguez as well as a draft pick. The Orlando Magic are back on the court tonight. They are on the road in Phoenix taking on the Suns. Tip-off for that game is at 9 o'clock. The Miami Heat also on the road tonight. They're in Brooklyn taking on the Nets. That game is at 7.30. Last night, Russell Westbrook returned to his old home, Oklahoma City, to take on the Thunder, and the Thunder got the best of Westbrook. They won 113-92 to over the Rockets. That's your Florida Sports. I'm Aaron Jacobson. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Tipko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Bill Siebert here in our Howard's Pool World Studios as we get ready to talk Seahawks Packers. But before we get to that, the weather for tomorrow night in Kansas City. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. Uh huh. All right, right now, there's a winter storm warning in effect. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going through tomorrow night. That means heavy mixed precipitation expected with total snow accumulations of four to six inches and ice accumulations of up to two-tenths of an inch. They expect winds gusting as high as 40 miles an hour. That's for the game tomorrow. <laughs> yep. There you go. Whoa. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, so if Patrick Mahomes throwing deep down to Tyree Kill or Sammy Watkins, that ball might sail 80 <laughs> yards with the wind gust. <laughs> Who knows then if the weather's going to be that bad? I take back my pick. It might be a closer game than we think. Now, the Green Bay game. But in all seriousness, with that, with all oh. seriousness, seriousness with that game, if the weather's not too out of control or too too cold, maybe it is a cold. I mean, I'll be honest, because Houston's good. Yeah. If it's a level playing field, I think that helps Houston. But if it's the worst of the weather, now that's ridiculous, 40-mile-per-hour winds. Wind that's, gusts. That anything can happen in a game like that. Yeah. But in the Green Bay, 
Precipitation and snow is not going to be a factor, but cold, freezing temperatures will be. The frozen tundra, why. it says partly cloudy, 10% chance for snow. 22 is the uh, average time, the, the temperature for the game time, 22 degrees. I, I don't know why that uh, I heard they were asking people to come out for the first time. Maybe it was, in years. maybe you got it mixed up with the Kansas City game. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be bad weather in that game tomorrow in Kansas City. But it's City. still going to be Really, really, really cold in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. 22 16 degrees. 16 degrees. Well, 22 at kickoff. 22 at kickoff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that yeah. still favors the Green Bay Packers you know, a lot in that game. Getting to that game. Because in that game, you're still going to you're still gonna have to run the football. Oh, yeah. And that's something Seattle And I can't Seattle see lacks. Seattle doing that. And I, I can't. Come if on. You don't have no faith in Homer? If it's going <laughs> to be cold, you know it's going to be windy conditions as well in Lambeau. If it's going to be that cold, oh, you yeah. know it's not going to be, you know, no breeze oh, blowing. What's the wind? See, the wind. Sunday, northeast, seven miles an hour. Okay. Not bad. Uh, not too bad. That's but... not too bad. It's not 23 miles an hour like it is the day before on Saturday. Yeah, that would be a different story. <laughs> yeah. That would be a yeah. different story. But I still think you're going to have to run the ball consistently to win that game, and mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to be able to do well, it. Here's the thing about Seattle. You know, it, it it took a lot of luck for them to beat Cincinnati. It took a little bit of luck for them to beat Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know? It took the quarterback getting knocked out for them yeah. to get to where they're at right now. Yeah. Because if Carson Wentz would have finished that game, Philadelphia would have yeah. won. The they dip- almost lost to Luke McCown. Right. Just, right. Keep, just remember that. Yes, they almost lost to the Cardinals, yeah, too. That's true. That. But you got to remember, the Seattle had a skeleton crew roster in that game. Jadavian Clowney, Quandre Diggs, and Shaq Griffin, some of their best defensive players, were not playing in that game. They are all healthy and playing in this game, and I think they're going to give Aaron Rodgers some problems because pass protection is the one problem that Aaron Rodgers had this season. So with Clowney and the rest of Seattle's defensive line on the other side, and if Brian Beluga can't clear concussion protocol, that could be an issue for Aaron Rodgers. You know? Well, that's why I really think you're going to see Green plus, Bay. Seriously, after Devontae Adams, Packers receiving course stinks. I, I don't I, care. I'm just telling you right now, that's why. Kumaro, Lazard. That's why you're going to see, just hear me out. That's why on. That's why during this game, you're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. You're going to see a lot of screens. And maybe Jamal Williams, too. I'm, yeah, I'm talking screens. I'm talking delayed handoffs, stuff like that. You're going to see a lot. Of Aaron Aaron Jones, if it ha- it has to be an Aaron Jones game in it my has opinion. To be. Oh, and, and the one the one other guy that can't make a difference passing wise with Aaron Rodgers is uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's the only true wide receiver but, they has. Uh, that, but Aaron Rodgers can make anybody good though. I mean, even he's made guys like Lazarus uh, uh, viable in fantasy sports. Just saying. In like FanDuel, guys like the guy like Lazarus, who's not a great wide receiver. All right, I got it. But even he makes them viable in that. And and so I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers makes everybody on the field better. The only guy that he can't make better because he can't catch anymore is Jimmy Graham. Who who picks up bigger? Who has a better game this week? Is it going to be Aaron Jones or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Yeah. But I think they both have big games. But I think Derrick Henry runs for. I think he has the big. I think he runs for almost two hundred again. See, I feel like Aaron Jones has to have a Derrick Henry type of game for the Packers. I to think win he's game. gonna run. I think he's gonna. Let me just say this: I think he's gonna have a buck fifty total, Aaron Jones, and oh, and, and twenty five plus touches, and twenty five touches. touches, touches, not not just hand, not no, hand not off. just handoffs, the catches touches. too. Yeah. I think the difference is Derrick Henry's gonna get twenty five to thirty five handoffs. To mm-hmm. be honest with yeah. you, and he's gonna get close to two hundred yards on the ground. Yeah. Period. Not to mention his touches. Yep. He might get 30 to 40 touches, to be honest with you. Now, Russell Wilson's going to have to deal with poor pass protection, too. Uh, that's just the way Seattle does business. They never had a good offensive line, but mm-hmm. left tackle Dwayne Brown is sidelined for this game. 
So that means Wilson's going to have to scramble and run for his life, which is good because he does do that very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem with that is Green Bay's secondary matches up really well with Wilson's wide receivers. When I look at Tyler Lockett and I look at D.K. Metcalf, uh, Jair Alexander has done a really good job of putting the clamps down on several talented receivers this season, well, I will including say, Emmanuel Sanders. I will say that the one hope that Seattle has to beat Green Bay is is literally Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, as long as it's not three feet of snow. and I don't think it will be, but it's going to be cold. I'm just saying, as long as it's not that, he'll have a chance. As long as it's not wind blowing all over the place, he'll have a chance. But if the weather conditions are bad and they cannot throw the football, because you know what it's like in weather, bad weather conditions when you're trying to throw the football, it's almost impossible to do. But Seattle's bad weather conditions, too. It rains up there all the time. Yeah, but, Seattle. but, it, but not like, I'm just saying, not like they where just, you can't they don't, they don't throw the, the football. Cold. They can still throw yeah. the football in it. That's yeah. my point. They don't get the wind and all that stuff, yeah. too, to go with it. It's going to feel like chill. concrete, too. Remember the wind chill? How cold are these guys going to be? Oh, yeah. You know, that's the wind the blows right too. through you, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so and Green Bay's used to it. You know, those guys, they've been up there for years. They're used to it. I'm not sold on Seattle being used to it, but I'm not so. That's not even it. I'm just not sold on them being able to run the football. That's what it comes down to. I just don't me. like Aaron Rodgers. I, I know, and I hear you. Russell, trust me, Russell Wilson's one of my favorite quarterbacks in football. It kills me to go against them week after week right now, but I just don't think Seattle's that good. I really I don't. don't. I think Seattle's got holes, and and they and to be honest with you, if, if it wouldn't have been for Wentz getting hurt last week, I don't think they would have won that game. Because think about it, they almost lost him, Luke McCown. I know, okay, you know, I know. I, and that's this, now they got to go against Aaron Rodgers. Now, now if they cheap shot Aaron Rodgers like they did Carson Wentz, because you got to admit that wasn't cheap shot by Clowney. In my but opinion, here's the thing, though. Aaron Wentz Rodgers, was the, on the Aaron Rodgers I him. think Aaron Rodgers could, knows how to get around concussion protocol. <laughs> you might be right about that, too. You might be right about that, too. I think it's going to be a knee injury that's going to have to take him out. <laughs> yeah, you might be right about that. But it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they went after his knees in the cold weather. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me one it bit at all. It but it I, think, I think you're going to see a lot of Jamal Williams in this game. I think you're going to see a lot of Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones in this game. Yeah. And I think they're going to have to carry the game playing on their shoulders for yeah. them to win this game. Yeah, and I, and I agree, and that's why I think even if something does happen to Aaron Rodgers, I still think they can win this game just because of the running game. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the sheer difference between these two teams. I mean, you look literally, you look at the look at the running game, look at the offensive lines, look at the running backs. It's night and day. Green Bay, and, and how about some love for your boy Bill, who actually one of the only people on the planet that said Green Bay was going to win the division and go to the playoffs. And I everybody told me I was crazy. I said when seven I said and nine. Everybody told, <laughs> everybody told me, no way, Bill. They're not going to hit 500. It's the Bears. And I kept hearing the Bears. I'm like, the Bears They have, Bears don't have a quarterback. I thought the and Packers. I was right on yeah. about that. So. I said seven and nine is what I said. Yeah, I, said, I said ten. And, I think I said ten and six mm. officially. Yeah, because of the offensive line, I still not so. I'm going to take the Seahawks in an upset regardless. Yeah, and I understand that, and I can see that, you know, and I can, like I said, twenty Russell, to seventeen. Russell Wilson is a miracle worker. If anybody mm-hmm. can do it, it's him. Yeah, I'll say that right here now. Yep. I'm but gonna, I just don't believe he'll be able to he'll have another miracle in his pocket like that. Yeah, I don't think any team's capable of scoring three touchdowns in this game. I just think Green Bay's a better team. I just do right now. And and, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying Green Bay's the best team in the, uh, you in know the what? world. Bill, I agree. I, I do think the Packers are the better team. Mm-hmm. But the better team doesn't always win. <laughs> and I agree with you there. Absolutely. You're, and you're right. That was proven. That's been proven. I think that was proven last week with Minnesota and and the Saints. Yeah. I mean, and let me ask you this. Did, do you think Minnesota dominated that game? I don't think well, – actually, the, the trenches, yeah, I think they, they did. They pretty much did. In the defensive – And then yeah. the fourth quarter, the pretty much – the Saints pretty much mm-hmm. came back, got 
So they they pretty much beat the one of the in my opinion the best team in the NFC got beat by the worst team in the playoffs in the NFC. That's why I like the so, Vikings. They're on a roll right now, and I think they can surprise San Francisco. And and that's my right, other. That's my and, other upset. Well, that's why I said yesterday it wouldn't, and I said it again this morning too. It mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me if they did. It really wouldn't. I, I, that game would. I, I, you know, you could almost flip a coin on that game like you did Buffalo Houston. Mm-hmm. You're just saying it's that going to be that close of a game. I think it's going to be a really tight game. It's going to be a really good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout anyway. I just think San Francisco has the edge because of their defense and because of their running game, and, be, and because of the fact that they can run this. they can run the ball as good as Dalvin Cook can with but, three different guys. They can run the ball as good as Dalvin. Hypothetically, can. if my predictions hold true, it would be the Seahawks and Vikings in the NFC Championship game, and the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. That means. Either the Seahawks or Vikings go to the Super Bowl. You know what that means? That <laughs> that means this might be one of the biggest spreads ever because I really feel like they're going to be like a two-touchdown favorite, whoever comes out of the AFC yeah. against the Vikings or the Seahawks. They're going to be at least a 14-point favorite in the Super Bowl. Well, you look who I got. I'd have the Chiefs-Titans. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs-Titans and the Packers and Niners. I mean, you, yeah. you get Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. What's the spread going to be on that game? <laughs> just oh say it. God, no. Could defense. you imagine the two best quarterbacks? Literally, just two, leave the defense. Two of at the home. best quarterbacks in football. Now, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. No, nah. I, I don't either. I, I think, think it's I, be the you think it's going to be the Chiefs. Chiefs I think it's going to be the Ravens. <laughs> Chiefs Niners. <laughs> and you think it's going to be the right Niners? Now, right now, I'm thinking Chiefs Niners. Yeah. That's that's what I said when the playoffs started. Mm-hmm. I said I I think I I even said to somebody I really think that the Niners are going to get there in front of the Saints. I thought the Niners would beat the Saints. I didn't think the Saints would lose yeah. the to the Vikings. Yeah. And my uh, thing is, I just have an issue with quarterbacks making their first career start. You know, or their first postseason career start, they always tend to struggle. Like I said, the last yesterday, they are eight and fifteen since the beginning of the decade yeah. of two thousand. So, well, let me just say this: and I the think, Vikings are on a nice roll, and we saw what that defense can do. I think Jimmy G knows. He, I mean, he learned. Think about it, he learned from the best on how to how to play in the playoffs. Yeah, J- Jacoby Brissett. No, <laughs> I know Tom Brady. Just saying. <laughs> he spent how many years behind Brady? Couple, three, four, four, yeah. four years behind Brady. Yeah. So he knows what what it takes, man. I think to prepare yourself for these games. So I'm not gonna. And like I said, the three big games he's had this year, and and I'm not trying to compare these to the playoffs. It's just the only thing that we have to go on with him, mm-hmm. besides the the experience that he got behind Brady in the playoffs and whatnot. But the three biggest games he had to play in this year, where they really needed to win, and he played the game of his of his year in each of those games, and. and so I, by judging him on that, I just think he's going to show up in this game. He's going to have to. Yeah, yeah he's going to. Oh, mm-hmm. you're damn right. He's going to. Yeah, because I really feel like this defense for the Vikings can put the clamps on this running game. I, I, you, I don't think Monster Breida. I, 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 really, I think they find a way to run Tevin the ball. Tevin Coleman. I, 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 I think that offensive line is mm-hmm. good enough for them to find a way to run the yeah. ball. They've got so many different ways they can run the ball. They've got three different three different guys that run the ball three different ways. So if one way doesn't work, they can go to the other. If that way doesn't work, they still got another one they can go to. I think it's going to come down to Kittle and whoever Sandejo is covering. If he's covering Devo Samuel, Samuel, then Samuel's going to blow up. If mm-hmm. he's covering Emmanuel Sanders, then Emmanuel Sanders is going to have the big game. Yeah. Uh, but I'm targeting Sandejo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, they're really thin at defensive back right now. They brought this guy basically off waivers. Uh, he didn't have a job before this. You know, yeah. he's only been playing for three weeks. I'm targeting Sandejo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's how I'm. Pl- that's my game plan this week. If I'm San Francisco, I think San Francisco will have a good game plan worked out. I think, and I think their running game is going to be a big part of it. Oh. I think their running game has to because they they're going to have to set up their passing game to be better than than what it's been. I think, but yeah. but I still think that they're going to have to run the football to win, and I think they will. 
Well, we will find out tomorrow on this station, 1070 and The Zone. <laughs> just remember how good that defense is, too. And how, San good they, how good they were against the pass in particular this season. One of the best defenses in the NFL, they can get to the quarterback. I mean, when you have four first-round picks playing on your defensive that's line, you my, better be able to get to the quarterback. And that's what I think you're going to see them do. They've had a, they've had an extra week to prepare. They're really rested. And I, don't get me wrong. I love what John Lynch has done with his organization. Yeah. He's rebuilt them to be a and, contender. And let's be fair, too, because either way, even if Minnesota wins this game, this doesn't hurt San Francisco in their way of building this team. Even if they lose on Sunday mm. or Saturday, whenever they play. It doesn't affect them going forward. Yeah. They're still going to be a strong team going forward and one of the better teams uh-huh. in the Where are the Minnesota Vikings window is closing quick. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, exactly. If the Vikings yeah. don't win, this might break yeah. up the franchise. Yeah. Well, I, break I, up well, the team. You know yeah, I mean. well, Zimmer's coming back. They already said that. Yeah, but they might. Yeah. Kirk Cousins might be gone yeah. and whatnot. You never know. But I like Dalvin Cook in this game, too. I think yeah. he's going to have another big game. I think it's going to be a great game. This is, one of, I yep. think, going to be one of the better games yep. of the weekend. All right, we'll have all the action here on 1070 The Zone, uh, beginning, I believe, at 4 o'clock tomorrow. And weather won't be a factor in that game, right? No. Be, yeah. a, be, a, be a plain level. No, Kansas City is going to be the biggest issue with yeah. snow and wind and ice. And I still think Green Bay is going to be an issue <laughs> in some way. It's going to be cold. But those guys have heaters on the sidelines. They're yeah. going to be just fine. We'll see. All right. We'll be back Monday for Bill Siebert. I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see you in the future, we'll see you in the past. Say Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.